Ralph Waldo Emerson said the eye is the best of artists, and you really feel it when you look out here. God is the best painter. I've been here several times, and every time I look out at the canyon, well, I've heard you can only see one-tenth of it from anywhere you go. But every time I look out, the awe that shoots through me is the awe of mystery. So I just wanted to share a few thoughts about that. When you think of any great work of art, the mystery of it is that the artist just shows you the final work, and it's magic. You don't get to see the piece by piece, and all of you are artists, so you know this. And this is a mystery to scientists still. There's rock at the bottom that's two billion years old, and it's right next to rock that's 250 million years old. Two billion year old rock next to 250 million year old rock. They don't know how that happened. So they, many believe that the Colorado River carved it, but ancient peoples think the Colorado River revealed it. There's so many formations in here that have all these spiritual names like Buddha's cloister, uh, Shiva's schism, Rama's schism, Isis temple, Babylon cave. So it could have been called the Grand Temple. But the reason why I'm pointing these things out is because there were so many lessons last year, hard lessons for so many people. Everyone had their own individual lessons, but as I listened to a lot of people, I noticed that the collective lesson was that of mystery. Like you, I had plans for 2020 that didn't manifest, materialize. I had a good friend just write a post saying, not a single professional goal of hers was met in 2020. But that's always the case, really, with the mystery of life. We have plans, and it's just, that's all it is. It's just a plan, you know? But everyone goes through that individually, and, and you don't really get to understand that. You don't really get to embrace that mystery. So I think, like, there are signs of hope for 2021, but I think what will be different for most people is that they'll always step into that mystery, uh, lean into that mystery a little bit more and work with that mystery. I mean, because that's really what it, what it is to be an artist, to, to have this co-creation. And that's what we're doing here. We have, we have an outline, but we also work with the elements. We're also collaborating with nature and adjusting and adapting as we go. Soren Kierkegaard, the great philosopher, said something like, life is not a mystery to be solved. Life is a mystery to be lived. And this word mystery comes from Old French, mystery, and its uh, translation is spiritual truth via divine revelation. That's amazing to me because it, it's, it's not like something hidden, something obscure. It's the ground itself. Mystery is the final foundation. You know, so I think if you take that with you into all, all the things you do moving forward, or if, if that's one of the blessings that you get out of our time together, I think that will make us um, wiser and prepared to deal with whatever the changes are. Dealing with change is hard, but it, it is the way. The ancient peoples who have lived here for centuries, still there's a civilization inside of the canyon that's been there for 800 years. Their name was just the place of emergence. And I think that's interesting when I'm talking about as Kierkegaard said, life is a mystery to be lived. That one of the mysteries of, of life, just like the canyon, we kind of have a sense of like how rocks get carved and so on. We don't really know why it's here. 
Similarly, like we know how we got here, like our parents gave birth to us and so on. We know something about genes, but why are we really here? How did life get here? And consciousness, the mystery of consciousness. Part of the trouble is that it may actually be like, like we're talking about with the French word mystery, it may actually be the ground. It may not be this emergent property we're trying to figure out, like what is that configuration of molecules or wires in a robot where boom, consciousness emerges. Maybe everything emerges from consciousness and that's why we can't solve it. You can only experience it. So I would add on to uh, life is, a, is the mystery to be lived, that love also is the other mystery to be lived. I think love and mean go together. You think of relationships, many of you are in relationships, mystery attracts people. Mystery meaning, I want to know this person, not like this person seems to have a bunch of secrets. I mean, <laughs> the mystery of, you know, not just what they look like without their clothes on, but what is behind the icon of this, because behind you know, this symbol is, is depth, like the canyon. And when you love, you, you want to you know that. But I think the illusion for so many people is like, I know this person now. I know their personality. I know what they look like. They feel as though they're bored. But boredom is really just lack of attention. And like the canyon, for 150 years, modern people have been exploring this and don't know it. Lovers come together not just to understand themselves physically, but to keep exploring the depth of their being, the depth of love, which just has no end. I think of this like, uh, like a musical artist, like myself. I'll keep playing the same banjo or the same guitar for the rest of my life because it's not about solving the mystery of the banjo or solving the mystery of the guitar. The mystery that has no end is music. Someone like Willie Nelson and his guitar trigger, they've been together for like 60 years. He doesn't need another guitar. That's what I think it's like in love. And love is such a paradox because like consciousness, like the mystery of life, when you try to solve it, you lose it. If you find a reason for love, it's not love. You say, I, I think I love this person because this. You put conditions on it, so it's not love. I mean, how beautiful is that? Love and life is just to be experienced. There was an artist, John Newling, just 15 years ago, looking around, realizing we have GPS now, we have neurochemical explanations for the depth of the emotions that we experience, we have neural algorithms to explain our behaviors. We want to solve every mystery, we want everything to be controlled, everything to be mapped out. So he went to an insurance company and he said, can you insure me against loss of all mystery? <laughs> so if I lose all the mystery in my life as an artist, you pay out. Of course that didn't work. <laughs> but, so instead he started his own insurance company for mystery. Preston Mystery Market or something like that. And people would come, he said, give me your mysteries and I'll insure them. And then he gives them a certificate. And, and now this is like a book that he's putting together with all these human mysteries. So I guess the message here today is to embrace the mystery. I had a, a good doctor once who was helping me with some bone issues. And she said, take care of these four bones the most. Your backbone, which we all took care of in this last year, 
the resilience that we had to manifest to change, to adjust, to spend more time alone and in solitude or away from family and friends. Then she said, take care of your funny bone. Like even if times are, are tough, be able to find the humor in, in life. And then take care of your wishbone. Do not stop dreaming. Just because there's setbacks or changes doesn't mean you, you quit dreaming. Especially in love and relationships. I think love and, and partnership is alive to the extent that you're working on the next dream. So many couples do all the dreaming like right in the beginning. And then they think that you just hit cruise control from there. And then things start to feel like they're not working. And it's the only thing that's not working is the dreaming. So even if, if there is a hard year like we've had, you adapt. You adapt. You adapt your dreams around the mystery. And then the last bone, she said, was the hollow bone, which meant to leave space for the mystery to work through you.